1: Hello and welcome to another Arse blog ArsCast right here on arsblog.oleole.com. It's a kind of a last-minute ArsCast, ad hoc, because I wasn't planning on doing one because uh, there really hasn't been a lot to ArsCast about. A little bit of transfer speculation here and there, but really nothing that could fill more than a few minutes. However, yesterday I got the chance to speak to a real, proper Arsenal legend. And that kind of chance doesn't come along too often. So who am I to turn it down? I am nobody to turn it down. That's who. Ray Parler. Told you it was a real legend. Ray Parler will be along in a few moments' time to talk about Arsenal last season, next season, to talk about his life after football, what it was like to leave Arsenal and go to Borough, his media work, and, of course, the London Masters Six-A-Side Tournament that he'll be taking part in next weekend. So that's all coming along in just a few moments' time. Hope we find you well. Uh, the summer's treating you okay. I'm sitting here with a bottle of beer. Samuel Adams, Boston Lager. He's uh, he's Tony Adams' uh, great-grandfather. You know that, Samuel Adams? Yes, the the, the link, the family link, is rather tenuous. I'll admit, but it's true. It exists. I read it on uh, Wikipedia. And we all know Wikipedia never lies. Not much going on, is there, really? Thomas Vermeil and the Ajax captain, he's providing most of the transfer speculation. Uh, A deal has been agreed and blah, 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 blah. But, you know, I'm taking it very easy this summer. I'm not getting stressed about anything. If a guy turns up in a red and white shirt, then awesome. But until he does... I'm not going to count any chickens or, you know, sit waiting with bated breath for an announcement to come up on arsehole.com, because we've been down this road many times before. What year is it? 2009. Okay, so this is the seventh summer of Arseblog. That sounds like it should be something terribly um ominous, doesn't it? The seventh summer of Arseblog. But it is the seventh summer, and we've been, we've been through it all. Players leaving, players going. He's going to sign tomorrow. He's having a medical. So this this, uh, summer is like Zen summer to me. Of course, by the end of August, I'll be getting as frantic as anyone else. But until then, it's only the start of June. I'm not going to get worried now. Arsene Wenger isn't even around. He's over in uh, the Far East in Malaysia and China promoting football and football academies and meeting all kinds of people, even some Ars bloggers, getting his picture taken. It's a bit like Gulliver in Lilliput, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Manchester United have accepted £80 million for Cristiano Ronaldo. And who can blame them? They would be the biggest fools on the planet if they didn't accept £80 million. Because £80 million is an absolutely ridiculous amount of money to pay for any footballer. No footballer is worth that. Really not. When you step back and think about how much money that is, it is utterly, utterly obscene. We hear Platini talking all the time about how money in the English game is ruining everything and blah, 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 blah. I haven't heard Platini say anything about Madrid spending 56 million pounds on CACA and then another 80 million pounds on Cristiano Ronaldo. The problem is, of course, is that it distorts the transfer market that people start looking at deals in relation to those. And they look at their players and they go, well, you know, okay, well, maybe he's only a third as good as Cristiano Ronaldo. So I'll ask for a third of the price, but nobody's got the kind of money to throw around that that Madrid are throwing around. We're in the middle of a recession. Football clubs are are counting their pennies the same way you, I, and the guy down the street are, apart from multi-multi-billionaires, and they don't count, they're not real people. But everyone is watching what they spend, apart from Real Madrid, who are just throwing money around. It's it's like they've got a, a money-printing machine. And they're just going, how much? Yeah. And you wouldn't mind only that, you know, they're talking about, okay, we'll get Ronaldo. And then we'll get, uh, we've got Kaka. And then we'll go get Shabby Alonso. That's only 25 million euros. You know, that's small change. And then Ribery. And then we'll get, you know, this guy and that guy and then you're thinking, "Holy fucking shit, what's going on?" The Real Madrid are the only ones with this kind of money, at, but other clubs will see that. And they will think that they can get that kind of money from everyone else and it makes I think it's going to make life quite difficult for other clubs uh, to make decent signings, particularly in in a timely fashion because that's the way you'd want your signings to be done, no? You want to get them into the team and pre-seasoned and integrated and have their little initiation rituals and all that done before the season starts. But with Madrid throwing all this money around, I don't know. It's just not right, is it? £80 million. There are government departments here in Ireland that could do with £80 million. At the moment, that could run for a year on £80 million. It would make a difference to countless lives. Yet Madrid are going to pay £80 million for one footballer and then... Pay him, I don't know, what, £200,000 a week? Mental. Anyway, we appear to have been somewhat sidetracked by the uh, discussion of uh, enormous cunts like Real Madrid and Cristiano Ronaldo. So to make things better, let's go to the very opposite of that. A man who played a total of 466 games for Arsenal his Arsenal career spanned from 1992 to 2004. He won the league three times, three FA Cups, a league cup, a European Cup winner's cup, a guy who gave absolutely everything, 100% every single time he pulled on an Arsenal shirt, and he scored some goals. He'll admit himself he didn't score too many, but when he did, damn, they were good. Valencia, the FA Cup final, that hat-trick against, was it Verder Bremen? Fantastic. Uh, A true, proper, 100% Arsenal legend, I'm very proud to welcome Ray Parler to the Arscast. Hi, Ray. How you doing? You all right, Andy? I'm, I'm very good, thanks very much. Um, I suppose we could start talking about Arsenal, and, and obviously last season, um, on the back of the previous season when we came very close to, to winning the league, yes. this season we got to two semi-finals, and, and obviously there's a lot of disappointment around. Uh, some people might yes. say, you know, you, you, you learn a lot from, from losing semi-finals and it helps build you as a player. Is there the danger, though, maybe, that um, you, you get a bit demoralised by coming so close all the time and, and, and not quite getting over the finishing line?
2: Yeah, you know, you know it is a bit demoralising. You know, getting to a semi final at Wembley or Chelsea. I was over there watched the game. Um, I thought you know he was there for the taking. He, 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 you know, on the day Chelsea got the the uh, the goals when it mattered. Um, and it, you know it was disappointing without doubt. But you know, um, I look at the the league form this year and. It, it, yeah, Arsenal will be disappointed when they finish No doubt about it. I think it, uh, I think he'd be happy in the end because he got the fourth place. It was a one stage Aston Villa were going very strong, um, and it was a battle for that. So, but you know, no doubt about it, he'd be disappointed to come fourth this season. Uh, last season, you know, he he, he he expects high standards in his players, and you know, but he's a tough league. People don't forget that. You know, uh, you've got the likes of Chelsea, Manchester United, Liverpool all got stronger. Aston Villa getting stronger. Uh, and, and next season might be no easier because you've got the likes of Manchester City now buying players, and you know they're they're really having to go. Um, the likes of Tottenham might step up again. They had a bad start last season, you know, teams like that. So it's not an easy league now. You know, going back to when I was winning it uh, in 98, 99, it was usually only Arsenal, Manchester United. So I think the competition has, has really gone up a, a level, if you like, uh, and there's a lot more teams competing for 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 the. The championship, so it's a lot more difficult to win it. But you know, Arsenal Bingham, gone, he, he, I'm sure next season he will look at it and say, well, where do we need to strengthen? Because they have got some excellent players, we all know that. Um, but for me, it's going to be down the spine of the team. You know, centre half. I don't know they're they're linked to this IX player. I don't know if they're bought in yet. Uh, centre half, um, central midfield for me is, is vital. Um, a hold, a good holding player in there to just let you know, maybe let the reins of Fabregas a little bit more, uh knowing he's got the insurance behind him. Uh and maybe a forward as well. Because mm. uh I think, you know, up front you know, they've had a few problems this year of scoring goals here and there. Uh and and another forward might might, you know, put the competition a little bit more for places up front. Um I think, you know, Riziki'd be fit for next season, which would be a big boost. And Eduardo. Um so but I'm sure is gonna go away this summer. Look at look at who's who's available, who he can get. He knows every player in Europe, and and, and see if he can strengthen the squad. Hmm.
3: Um,
1: what about um, there's rumours, obviously, about players leaving the club as well. And and Adi Biore yeah. sort of finished the season under a cloud, and and Gallas had the whole issue issue with the captaincy last season, and then spent the 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 final parts of it out injured. Um, if if you had the choice, would you keep those guys or, or has maybe the relationship um, particularly with well, other if, 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 if,
2: someone, if someone wants to leave, then let him go, I would. Uh I, I would let everybody go if he wanted to leave. Uh mm. why would you want to keep him? You don't want to play as there you don't want to play for his club. Mm. Um I I know there's talk a lot. You know, last season there was a lot of talk, he signed his new contract. He hasn't really done it this season for me. Um it, you know, there's times in games where he needed to work a little bit harder as a s as, as a lone striker. I wish he didn't. Um, so you know, maybe time it is is leave. But Arsenal Wenger will know best. He, he you know he watches he watches it week in week out. He watches training week in uh, day in day out. He know the players who are really you know 100% behind Arsenal and want to want to be here, and he, he know the players who maybe m- might need a move. You know, so you know never never uh, his judgment is always uh, correct a, a lot of the time. So I'm sure he knows what he wants to do with players. And what players he wants to bring in. Um, and and until we know and, and, and saying happens, we will never know. But, you know, I, I think you've got to be 100% behind your team uh, as a player. You know, you want to be hungry for, to win in games. Um, and, and ready to put in everything it takes to win that game. And that's what sort of players you want in, in your team, Mm -hmm. without
1: doubt. Yeah, well, I mean, people talk. I think even now about how we miss somebody like yourself in 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 the team. You know, somebody that really puts in all all that effort. There's a lot yeah. of pressure on on Arsene Wenger, or or certainly more pressure now on him than there ever has been in his time as as Arsenal manager. Um, people talk about four years without a trophy. C- can you understand why fans are? Uh, a little impatient now with with yeah. uh, w- with the club and maybe some of the decisions that he's made because we talk about uh, bringing in central midfield players yet, you know, last summer we let Flamini go, Gilberto went, Diarra went in January well, and without replacing them, you know, some of the yeah. decisions have been hard for fans well, to Gilberto, understand, I think.
2: Well, Gilberto was getting a little bit older, you know, he couldn't get around the pitches he used to. He's 32 years old and I think he's a young man sport now. I think he's got to be very fit, he's got to be mobile in this field, central midfield. So that, you know, that was something to do with his age, maybe, uh, which he's, he's very good at judging. You know, he looked at look at look at the likes of Vieira when he left. You know, he's yeah. not done nothing since. Um, you look at Flamini. Flamini, it was his decision. He couldn't do nothing about that in the end. I know he maybe could have signed him two years earlier, but you know he wasn't in the team at the time. Flamini said he said he wants to leave. He wants to go on the Bosman ruling, which clubs can't do nothing about now. That's that's the that's the modern game. Um, but you know, if we, if we if we say we could have uh, replaced them, yeah, that that was probably one issue he could have done. But he's given Danielson, the RB an opportunity, maybe, to put push their way in. Maybe you know, Danielson's played a lot of the games this year, but I can see him quite similar to Fabregas. He's he's, yeah. he's a little bit more of an attacking player than the holding midfield He's going to win the ball back and be efficient in there, win the ball back, pass it to to a red shirt. Simple as that. But mm. you know, I I really find it. Astonishing that the fans get on Arsenal Wenger's back, you know. Because when he first turned up in '97, you know, the, the, the club was going downhill. I'm telling you now, I was there, and it was, you know, some poor performances, poor players, and it, he turned the club absolutely, you know, round. If you like, on, on, you know, on his own, because you know, he, he brought in some flair players, which the Arsenal fans wanted to see. You can see the the, the type of football Arsenal Wenger wanted to play um he, he, he bought in great players like Nicholas and Ilkas, and any for half a million sold for twenty three and a half a million, bringing money into the club. He bought a new training ground he bought Tyion with that money. you know I could sit here all day singing his praises. I know the fans get a little bit um uptight, but I think it's a lot harder to win trophies now than it was when we was winning trophies, and I think right. all we did as players set the set the bar too high. You know, we we set the bar because we were winning most years, getting a trophy somewhere, you know, a couple of doubles, and people want that every year. But sometimes, you know, you've got to look at it and say, well, we, we have to fight for this league. It's the best league in the world by a mile, and mm. the competition is probably the, the highest as well. If you look around, it's, you, usually it's only Barcelona or Real Madrid. In England, you've got Liverpool, Manchester United, Chelsea, Arsenal. Next year, maybe Man City, challenging. You know, so it's a lot more difficult to win league now, and and people got to see that and say, well, you know, it is it is more difficult. But I can see fans' point of view as well. They want success. They want uh, they want a, the bragging rights to say we won a championship. But it's a lot harder now than, than it was uh, maybe ten years ago.
1: Hmm. And where do you go after going a season unbeaten? I know exactly. You know, unbeaten
2: season. You know, what do you do then? You know, yeah. it's, it, it, it it sets some unbelievable records. Really, you know, straight away his first season double. Uh, and then we we, we uh, win another double, winning you know winning the league at White Lane for Arsenal Sports is fantastic, winning the league at Old Trafford, it's fantastic. And another double, winning cup finals, you know he set the bar so high, you know and the standards have have gone up for Arsenal uh, supporters. But you know going unbeaten for the season, you know so he's a fantastic manager, and I, I really find who would replace him. You know I would ask any Arsenal fan who's going to want, want to get rid of Arsenal Benga who would replace him? If you give me three names who could replace him and do a real good job. There wouldn't be many you could, who who could replace him. Maybe one or two you could say, well, we could do a similar job. But you know, that's, that's the problem you have got. If you get rid of managers, what well, who you, would you bring in to, to replace people like that?
3: And you
1: you would be confident that Arsenal can win things again under Arsene Wenger. I'm sure. Yeah,
2: I, I think yeah. Uh, if Arsene Wenger thinks he's took this club as far as he can go, then he, he would be honest with people. But he he, he can see potential in these young kids. Maybe he needs. Don't get me wrong, maybe he needs three or four players. Maybe he's seen that now that he does. Mm. You know, last year he was trying to rely on the youngsters coming for. He thought he had a big enough squad, maybe. Maybe he didn't. Now, I'm sure this season, or uh, next season, he will look at that and say, well, we do need three players this time. Uh, and if he does get the three white players, with Riziki coming back, fourth fit Eduardo coming back, they might be challenging next year. Who knows?
0: All right,
1: well, we'll leave Arsenal and and talk about you for for a little bit because I think people will be interested to to know about what you've been doing since you left Arsenal. I'll start with it. What was it like when, having been at Arsenal for so long, what was it like to leave? Hold
0: up.
4: For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower dot com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber dot com.
1: and go to another club. And was there a big kind of a, a culture shock between the way things were done at Arsenal and, and the way they were done at Borough?
2: Yeah, it was. It was, it was probably the most difficult uh, decision I've ever made in my life. You know, to leave a club I've been for 20 years. You know, I grew up as a 12 year old at Arsenal and. You know, it was in my blood really to play and, and to make you able when you've worked so hard to get there, you know, and I had so much success there and played with some fantastic players and as a footballer growing up, you know, that's all you, you aim to do. Um, and it was a big, big decision for me. Uh, I decided to go to Middlesbrough. You know, I was getting I was getting a lot older. My legs were getting a little bit slower, <laughs> if you like. Not you know, I my mean, knees were a, a, a little bit of a problem. Uh, Arsene Menga knew that. Uh, and... You know, I, I needed a bit of security mm. after after what happened in my divorce. So I said, look, I wanna I wanna play football now. You know, I don't wanna be sitting on the bench. I'm getting I'm 32 years old, 31, 32. You know, you want to be playing, but you know, it was one of indecision when I thought, well, do do I go to Minnesborough, um, chain get out of the area and, and and start again, and you know you're going to be playing every week. Or just sit at Arsenal, which was easy. It's easy to sit on Arsenal, and sit on the bench, uh, or play 25 games a season, um, or whatever. Uh, so I decided to, to have a change, and you know at the time my personal life wasn't the best. So I, I just said, "Look, let's get out of the area for, for a short period. And but it was difficult. Um, Arsenal being was great doing it. You know, I, I said to him, "You know, I can have another year in my contract." But Arsenal didn't act that way, and Dennis Fergan was only getting a year at a time, so I couldn't question that mm. at all. Yeah. Um and you in the end I thought if I get a bad injury and I'm out next season, I am I'm, I'm in limbo really. So I, I took a decision to leave. Um and it was a very, very difficult decision, trust me. And uh you know, maybe I look back and say, Well, I wish, wish I never left but I mean you can't look like that. So you always gotta look for the future. Uh I made that decision at the time, whether it was right or wrong at the time I don't know. You never right. know that. But um, you know, all I can say is that that it was a wonderful, wonderful time I had at Arsenal and I always remember that, you know, 20 years is a long time so it's a massive, massive uh, wrench when you go to another club but, you know, Middlesbrough was a great little club as well, don't get me wrong, I went up there and the North East was great, I really enjoyed living up there um, and so, it was an experience and, you know, I would never regret what anything I've done in my life so, you know, that, that, was, the, that was the thing I decided to do and that's what I did, simple mm. as that.
1: What about, um, on a, I mean, I, I play on a very uh, amateur level, but I, I kind of yeah. my week revolves around playing my game of football. Having done yeah. it all your life and, and trained every day and played every day, what, how much do you miss the actual competitiveness, the games, the getting kitted up on a Saturday, etc., etc.? Yeah, you
3: miss
2: that. That's the, most thing. the main thing. The main thing you miss is the games on Saturday and the, and the banter with the lads during the week. Yeah. You know, you, you go into... it's like being, I, I, I can say it's like being on a building site, really twenty legends in the dressing room, all mucking about and the laugh. And you miss that, you know, miss that day that morning bit. Um, you miss the games, obviously, the buzz of playing. You train all week to play a game, you know, it's no good training four days a week, five days a week, and then you don't play on the Saturdays. So that's been one of the reasons I wanted wanted to play football as well. Um, but you you miss you miss the buzz for me, you know, putting on that Arsenal shirt. Uh when I was there, I, I couldn't wait to, to get out on Highbury and the crowd and the atmosphere and it was fantastic. You, you can't get a better buzz anywhere
4: yeah.
2: than, than doing wow. that, and you know scoring goals. And you know I didn't score that many, but <laughs> to to be involved in successful teams and scoring at vital times, and you know you can't get. I, I'm still looking for the buzz to to be that, but I can't I can't find it anywhere. That's what it's all about football. And that's that's what you you want to you want to be involved in. Wow. Um, but day to day now, you know I I, go to, I keep fit still. I play charity matches. I play you know I, I'm playing in obviously the Masters next week. Um, I played yesterday for, for the Arsenal community, and mm. so I do, I do do kick around and, and and still keep fit and try and keep fit. You know,
4: mm.
2: that's be my luck, is fit. So you might, it's not worth knocking it all on the head now. So uh, I try and I try and keep fit during the week.
1: What about? Um, uh, I know a lot of uh, a lot of ex pros go into to coaching. Do you see yourself doing any of that? I mean, you look at someone like uh, uh, Steve Bold, who you played with for
4: many years, yes, and Bold what a great brilliant. job yes, he's yes, doing well. with, with I, I, the youths.
2: Again, it's another it's another avenue I haven't looked at yet. But maybe one day I say so I want to be back on that pitch and, and doing playing football. I don't know. At the moment, what I'm doing, I'm doing a lot of media stuff and mm. uh, punditry, which I'm enjoying. It's, it's really good fun. I was over Wembley last night doing England game and. Uh, it was good. To, it, it's great to be involved in football, so you, you, you know you're talking about it instead of doing it now, uh, which is not a problem. Um, so, you know, at the moment, I'm enjoying what I'm doing. There might be one day I wake up and say, I don't like it anymore. I want to go, I want to put my boots back on and, yeah. and go and do coaching, simple as that. And until that day comes, I, I, I couldn't tell you what I'm going to do.
1: What's it like out in that world of, of media and punditry Because there must be countless other guys. <laughs> There must be loads of them who want to do, you know, what you're doing, for example, and, and, and what other guys are doing on, on the T V stations. It, is it competitive? It How is, does it, it work? Is, yeah,
2: you've got you gotta be you got to be better than others, that's what you gotta do. Mm. And try and once you've done it once and you do a good performance and they ask you back, simple as yeah. that. And you, you just, again it's the standards I suppose, you've got to try and keep your standards high. Um, but there is a lot of ex players who wanna do it. Um but you know, that's the market. You you, you go, you do as much as you can. Um and and you just hope you, you do well and and people are actually back simple as that. There's no contracts or uh so you're a little bit off the cuff, uh with your diary. Uh but it's, I enjoy it, you know, you, you do a little bit of homework before the game on, on the teams and that and uh I didn't do much homework last night to be fell now, I there know no none of them. But uh it is one of them you you, you do a little bit of homework, but it's it's good fun. You you get a great seat as well in the stadium, it's fantastic.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: a few free drinks, no doubt as well. Have a few drinks food, food, do that It's all right. That makes it all worthwhile then. Um, yeah, exactly. Next weekend you're taking part in the in the London Masters. Um, yes. Yeah. Part of the Arsenal team. Some some great guys playing with you. Nigel Winterburn, uh, Michael yeah. Thomas, as well. Um, yeah. Are you looking forward to it? Yeah,
2: brilliant. Can't wait. You know these 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 things are really good. You know. It's it's still very competitive as well. You know, you playing all London derbies, obviously. Yeah. Um. You you've got you always got that little bit of spark still uh, when you're playing against a London team if you've been in London team all your life. Um. And the crowd, you come out in full. She's usually, usually a really good uh, crowd there. Uh, and it's fair, the legs don't go as fast like on the players, but the, the brain is still there sometimes. So you can see the, <laughs> the people who use their brain a little bit more, but can't run around as much. <laughs> uh, but you know, hopefully Arsenal will do a lot better than we have done in last few years. We drew, we drew nil, 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 nil last year, like the George Graham era. Oh, right. <laughs> so uh, he wasn't, he wasn't too good. But this year, hopefully, we can get a few goals um, and, and see what happens. But it's a great night out for the children. You know, the adults come over all the kids and. You know they cheer us on, and you know it, it's, it's a good good night, and it's great for the lad who is who, retired and want to put the want to put the Arsenal shirt back on, which is great, um, and go out and, and put a put put a good performance in hopefully and, and play well.
1: If you could, uh, final question: if if you could pick one player that you used to play with who's retired now to to play in the Arsenal Masters team this uh, or next weekend, who would you pick? Who could make the difference? To
2: you? Uh, I would definitely pick. Dennis Bergkamp. <laughs> 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 he would be the man who could really uh, put him up front. He's got that little bit of a brain on him, uh, especially in, a, in in small spaces, yeah. in which it is. Um, you know, or, or, you know, I'd probably say Dennis Bergkamp at the moment. Right. Or, or you know a striker because we're we short on strikers. So Ian Wright, even Ian Wright, Ian Wright would be great in this, this short competition. But yeah. he's got a bad ankle, so he couldn't play. Uh
1: Burkamp and Wright would probably avoid the nil 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 scoreline. No, right. we definitely would be nil nil nil. <laughs> we have Burkamp and Wright, in there, so no chance. All right, listen, we better leave it there. The London Masters takes place uh, next weekend. Uh, you can tune into the website for for uh, ticket details and that. Ray Parler, thanks very much for taking the time. No problem,
2: Andy. Nice speaking
1: to you. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Ray Parler on the Arscast. Awesome. I have to say, I, I get a bit nervous, you know, because uh, I knew it was coming, the interview, because we've been trying to uh, arrange it and what have you. But I got the phone call yesterday to say, can you do it in an hour? And it was like, I'm still in town. I've got to get a bus. And anyway, b- but you, you get the phone number and you're sitting there and you're writing your questions and uh, half the questions you don't end up asking because um, conversation goes a different way. But you're thinking, I'm, I'm ringing Ray Parler. He's like, this is Ray Parler. I watched him play so many, I got a bit nervous. And then I rang and uh, the recording wouldn't work. It wouldn't work on the computer. and I couldn't figure out what was wrong. But Ray, being the gentleman that he was, allowed me time to uh, to fix it. And uh, I thank him very much indeed for taking the time to talk to Arse blog. Hopefully we can talk to him again. Uh, and thanks also to the people from the London Masters, which takes place next Saturday. You'll find ticket details on the website. We've done a competition all this week as well to give away tickets uh, to go and see it. Arsblog, uh, the team is going to include Michael Thomas, David Hillier, uh, Nigel Winterburn, uh, so some big uh, some big names in that Arsenal team pulling on the Arsenal shirt yet again to play the likes of Spurs and West Ham and Fulham and Queen's Park Rangers. And hopefully, as uh, as Ray says, they can score a few goals this year. So thank you again, Ray Parler. Thank you to the London Masters. And whew, that was it. Yeah, good, no? All right. Well, uh, it's not all good news this week, unfortunately. It's uh, it's become apparent that Amari uh, Bischoff is on his way to Paris Saint-Germain. Could this be the last we hear from Amari Bischoff, P.I.? Might be, you
3: know. I was doing the crossword when the guy walked into the office. Seven down, five letters, useless clown. I was filling it in. E-B-O-U. And he walks in. Who the hell are you, I said. You know who I am, he said. No, mister, I don't know who you are. Let me tell you something. I never forget faces. And you... You got the kind of face I'd never forget, even if I was the kind of guy that forgot faces. Maybe you need to look a little bit closer, he said. Alright, I said, looking a little bit closer. And Then I realized, I did know this face. It was my face. Wait a minute, I said, how can you have my face? It's attached to the top of my chin and the bottom of my forehead. Because I am you, he said. But how can that be, I said. Don't you get it, he said. Nuh-uh, I said. Let me explain it to you, he said. In this world, you're everyone and no
1: one. So there you go. And uh, not much else to talk about, really. On a day when Cristiano Ronaldo has turned his back on Manchester United and followed the filthy lucre, the filthy, dirty lira. There are no more liras, but you know what I mean. arsenal sesk Fabregas has reaffirmed his commitment to the club. He says, Of course I see my future at Arsenal. I have a very long contract with the club. I would never have signed that if I did not think I was capable of making it. The boss knows that I really want to stay here. What you cannot stop is what people say about you. The press can write or say whatever they want. I do not get involved at all. Since I am 18, they've been saying that, but I am still here. And it's true, he is. And what an awesome young man he is! He really is. He is the most awesome young man called Sesk that I have ever encountered in my life. So there you go. Uh, hopefully, this won't be the end of the Arscast summer specials. We're doing our best, or we—I say we—but I'm doing my best uh, to try and uh, bring you some other stuff in the next couple of weeks, and to uh, try and fill the preseason. As I said before, that if there's no um, if there's no news or if it's a quiet week, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to do an arse cast, but if something special comes up, uh, then there will be, or if there's news or, or something that, that merits a great deal of reaction, like the sale of Bayor to someone or the purchase of someone from someone else, then we'll be arse casting and and discussing all those kind of things. But while it's all very quiet, it'll it'll stay quiet. Uh, So fingers crossed you can get all the good stuff uh, sorted out, some uh, some more summer specials. Uh, You have yourselves um, a good time in the meantime. Uh, Stay out of the sun. Uh, Make sure you put the aloe vera on, put the sun cream on. Your nose will get burnt, you see, if you don't. And then it peels at untimely moments, like if you're um, at a wedding and you go to the bathroom and you realize there's a big patch of your skin. And you're like... uh, and you're sort of like a snake Shedding your skin in the bathroom of a hotel Not that I've encountered too many snakes In the bathrooms of uh, hotels But Alright, uh, have a good one Talk to you soon uh, And talk to you of course uh, All weekend and all next week And the week after and the week after uh, Ad infinitum on the block Cheers, bye bye
4: the party to say goodbye to a maori bishop it's me sylvester of course you know it's me sylvester because i've such a massive great big head people think there is an eclipse every time i walk into the garden and you can also see me and you know my face uh, look like sylvester cause uh, you know we play the football together Every day, <laughs> anyway, I've come to say goodbye to Bishop. You know we have such a good relationship. He is kind of French, but now he's Portuguese, is Portuguese French or Frenchese I don't know, but I love him. I've taken him under my wing, which isn't exactly where I'd like to take him under, but never mind, where is he? No, he's gone already. But I didn't get to say goodbye to him. This is terrible. Where has he gone? Do you know which direction he went in? Over there. Follow... Follow what? Follow the music? What do you mean? There's a voice keeps on calling me Amari! Down the road that's where I'll always be. Where have you gone? Every stop I make I make a new friend Like me? Can't stay for long Just turn around Oh you God. maybe tomorrow I want to settle down But until tomorrow I'll just keep moving But over. you could just stay So if you want to join me for a while, I do Just grab your hat, like that's I can't find my my me tomorrow want to settle down. Until tomorrow <laughs> <just keep> <laughs>